This is exactly right. <sighs> We're finally doing a live I Said No Gifts, and I'm inviting you. This thing is going to be wonderful. Some very special guests, gift giveaways, and I'll probably get a haircut the day before so I look really nice. It's June 26th at Dynasty Typewriter, right here in gorgeous Los Angeles, California. That's right, Los Angeles, the home of several Target stores. And if you can't be in LA, we'll also be live streaming the whole show. Tickets are very limited, so go to DynastyTypewriter.com as soon as possible. I'm James Corden. Uh, what am I? What am I doing here? What am I saying? I'm. I'm glad you're here at the podcast, and I hope that whatever's happening to you audio-wise now is just. I hope you're settled. Everything's perfect. The world is in such a good place right now, and we're all thrilled. I hope you've done your back-to-school shopping. Maybe you're in your new back-to-school outfit. We're you know, uh, we're looking down the barrel of fall here, and everyone is thrilled. And now we're going to do the podcast. Uh, I'm very excited about today's guest. I think you're going to have a good time. I'm going to have a good time unless something, you know, goes crazy halfway through the episode. We never know what's going to happen on a podcast. That's okay. Welcome to I Said No Gifts, Christine Madrano. Hi. Hello. Thank you for having me. Of course. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm loving this top hat in the back that I can see. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is a, fo- uh, a previous uh, gift from Paul F. Tompkins that's now on display there. Uh, I'm just kind of slowly collecting uh, decorations for my office, I guess, is what's happening. Beautiful. I, I mean, a top hat is the first thing I would get for any office situation. <laughs> so let people know who's top dog and what's going to happen. Um, <laughs> you're bringing the class. <laughs> have you ever worn a top hat? I feel like I have not worn a top hat. I've never had the opportunity, which kind of seems insane to me. I feel like... If anything, uh, as a short girl, I could use a top hat a few inches. I'll take an inch anywhere, top or bottom. Um, <laughs> How tall are you? I'm five foot flat. Um, wow, that's a nice round number. Yeah, I do think that my entire life would have been completely different if I was like two or three inches more tall. Um, <laughs> of course. I mean, I, it really shifts everything in such a, I mean, in a subtle way. But, you know, taller people, they've got it all going for them. They do, but I also don't think I would be able to get away with as many things as I would have in like my early twenties when I was like like going out and getting drunk. I feel like more people would have tried to fight me if I were taller <laughs> because I'm short. People are like, "It's fine, just pick her up and remove her." Right, you don't seem like a threat. Yeah, exactly. 
right. and threatening. But, and we don't have to worry about as many back problems later in life. Yeah. And I skate a lot, and I like to think the reason why I haven't broken a bone is because it's harder to snap a short stick, is what I keep saying. <laughs> that feels like something that should be on a decorative towel or something. <laughs> I should put that on a towel and start selling it, I think, yeah. How long have you been skating? Just quarantine. It's been a quarantine hobby what? that I have fallen in love with, and I feel like I've gotten pretty good over it, but over the time that I've been doing it. Um, but I also happened to be skating with two people who a lot with two people who were skate instructors. So I'll just oh. come to their sessions and watch from afar as they teach children. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so did you own a skateboard prior to the quarantine? And, I mean, I went out and bought one, but I have had, like, different boards that I've cruised around on, like a penny board and stuff like mm -hmm. that, but now I'm trying to, like, learn tricks. But I did oh, go right. out and buy one with, like, knee pads, the full, you know, all the safety stuff um, before going into it, really. And has it been difficult? No. I feel like, no? it, I feel like yes, it is a hard hobby, but I like fell in love with it. So it was like so fun to do. I, like I literally was like waking up sometimes at like 730 in the morning to go to the skate park to hit up different skate parks and just like skating for hours. Now, were the uh, were the teens cruel when you were first learning? Did you feel like the teens were after you? Um, at certain skate parks, they are mean, but for the most part, when they see you really <laughs> trying something over and over and falling, and when you land it, they actually like will cheer for you, even if oh. they don't know you. So there's a lot more encouragement than I actually would have expected, and a lot oh, less cynicism. Wow, that's really lovely to yeah. hear. Now, how long did it take you uh, to learn how to ollie? I mean, I feel like I'm still like progressing on my ollie journey, but I mean, I started practicing pretty early on. I feel like to have a good ollie, it probably took me or like a half, half decent, decent ollie, I would say maybe like a month or so. But I had these things called skate trainers that I put on the board so I wouldn't fall as much. So that definitely helped. Oh, OK. Yeah. Now, have what other tricks have you learned? I can drop in. I can shove it. I can rock the fakie. I can like... um um, I can do like other weird things like, um, like I can, I'm working on my, my no complies, um, wow. my like, like weird kind of more skatery things. I can, I did my first 50, 50. I feel like I'm so close to getting a kickflip. I am so close to getting a kickflip. <laughs> I can like taste it. <laughs> I support you. I mean, this is amazing because I like my little experience with skateboarding in middle school i never even learned to ollie it felt so frustrating and difficult um and you know you know in life when something becomes frustrating or difficult what you do is just give up absolutely which, <laughs> um so uh no but i'm very uh in i find this very inspiring because like on instagram or whatever i'll see you occasionally skateboarding and i thought oh this has been a lifelong journey no, this has been a year and a half or something. Like even less than that, because I picked it up in like September. Um, wow! I got kicked off Twitter, and then I started skating because I needed something to do with my free time that didn't involve <laughs> my that I couldn't use my hands, like so I couldn't be on my phone all the time. Okay, we'll circle back to getting kicked <laughs> off Twitter because I would like to hear what happened there. But I, I'm still curious about skateboarding. Is there any end goal? Is there like, would you? Is there like you want to? 
skate in a competition you want to do something or is it just like i just want this as a skill i just want this as a skill but the kickflip like when i get a kickflip i will be able to die happy i feel like (laughs) it's been a journey that i've been on for like a while and um it'd just be cool to be able to do that and i want to be able to once i get that i feel like nothing like everything else is just icing you know what (laughs) i mean it's like like happy to be there (laughs) Have you been injured at all? Oh, absolutely. I've rolled my ankle so many times. I had x-ray in my <laughs> chest. I like, and when I got the x, I fell downstairs and landed on my chest because both of my wrists were so bruised that I knew if I fell on them that I would probably break them. So I fell on my chest and I thought oh. I had fractured something and I was trying to get an x-ray and I was just calling places like, how much is an x-ray? And no one could give me an answer. Not a hospital, not my insurance. And so I found a guy that did like x-rays for like 50 bucks and oh no what are we talking about <laughs> the thing is that anything medical i feel like you can kind of negotiate or find someone who's willing to do it for really cheap which is whatever that's just america so he gave me a 50 dollar x-ray it was like in beverly hills um so i know he was like oh. well but it wasn't an alley it wasn't an alley i never saw <laughs> he never sh- he never showed me the x-ray but he's like nothing's broken you're fine what was it was this really like a was it a clinic or what was it in the back like in a mall or what's happening here i mean it was a real radiology wow i had no idea (laughs) but he just didn't show me the x-ray he's like you're fine nothing broken (laughs) and if your ribs are broken there's nothing you can do you just have to wait it out and wait for it to heal there are certain bones in the body. The human body has evolved in a bad way with where they're like, if you break a toe, you just have to deal with it. I don't think so. What other bones heal or like can be you know, can be fixed in certain ways. The medical community needs to get on this. A broken rib, you just wait for it? Apparently. Because no, you no, can't no. go in there and like fix it, I guess. You'd have to get oh. like literal surgery, maybe. I don't know. Ah. I don't know a lot about the human body, but... Right. <laughs> well, and I doubt that radiologist does either, but... I know. <laughs> $50. <laughs> um, do you snowboard or anything? No. I wish okay. I'm from Canada. I You're Canadian, snowboard. yeah. Yeah. I don't know to skateboard. I, I mean, I don't know to snowboard. I don't know to ski. None of that. Wow. But, well, this is a nice life development, then. Getting into extreme sports and... <laughs> This kind of thing. Our mutual friend Maddie Connors, I know, was injured on her skateboard. Can I, yeah, she absolutely was. And she has to get, I mean, I don't know if I should be talking about this, but she was supposed to get shoulder surgery. And I mean, I don't know when this episode is coming up, but I ordered for her a cameo from Tony Hawk. Oh my God. But then she moved her surgery. So now I just have this cameo from Tony Hawk that I've already paid for. He gave it to me already. He sent it to me. And the entire cameo is him encouraging her to keep skating. And I was like, no, Tony, that is not what I wanted. But I'm like, I guess I'm going to give it to her because I did pay for it whenever she gets surgery, if she gets surgery. This rapidly aging cameo from Tony Hawk. Wow. Well, this will air uh, early September. And we'll obviously get in, have to get in touch with Maddie to uh, see if she can reveal that she's dicey about surgery. Maybe this is the episode she needs to hear. Maddie, you need that surgery. We've got to get your shoulder fixed. And I'm going to con- I'm on Tony's side here. I'm going to encourage the skateboarding. How much does a Tony Hawk cameo cost? Can we talk about that? Yeah, it was it was pricey. I was there the accident. They, the day of the accident, I was, okay, like, right. hands, so I felt like guilty, like a little survival guilt. So I was like, it was 
dollars which is (laughs) i know it seems like an excessive amount of money but i was like um i was like this will cheer her up and um (laughs) and i felt bad because i was there like i was saying i was there the day i was like holding her hand as she was going down this ramp i feel like because i was holding her hand the way she fell made me holding her hand made it worse oh yeah i blame you i was like i'll pay dollars to kind of remove some guilt and Tony Hawk knows your name (laughs) I blame you the skating community blames you this is the least you can do I mean I told Tony Hawk to google her and I think that's pretty (laughs) if he did I feel like I would want Tony having a shoulder injury is worth having Tony Hawk know who I am and my work Oh, to be in Tony Hawk's search history? What yeah. an honor. What an absolute honor. Maybe, you know, maybe it's a little gauche to know the to be talking about the price of this. Maybe we'll beep the price. Yeah. Annalise, maybe. note that. And listener, we're going to beep the price. If you want to know the price of Tony Hawk, you're going to have to look it up. You're going to have to go to Cameo and order one, honey. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Tony Hawk is a stand-up guy. He has remained unproblematic in such and in, in so supportive like right. they, the girls that he found like on twitter or something like go to the olympics and she's like 13 year old and like won gold or something what? i'm well, not familiar well, with this but i believe it yeah. he seems yeah. like a good guy he's got a long line of good video games mm-hmm. i think he's just one of those you know i think most skaters are pretty great people he's just skating through life that tony hawk <laughs> i'll tell you <laughs> And now we can all get on Cameo and have him talk to us. So we're supporting the Tony Hawk uh, Cameo community. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Well, this is very exciting. We do now. Now, I did say we were going to circle back to you getting kicked off Twitter. I, Twitter's a nightmare, but I do want to hear. I always like to hear why someone got kicked off. Okay. So the first time I got kicked off, because now I am permanently banned. Um, the first time I got kicked <laughs> off, it was because I just called Tommy Loren a cunt. Um, <laughs> Um, the second time I told Ren Paul that I called him a little bitch boy, it was a little bitch boy face, which is, I don't think that's a threat. Um, no. And then the third time was, which was the permanent ban was when I called, told, I called Tommy Loren again. I know, um, a, like a stupid dumb bitch. And I thought because I was like, not as aggressive as a cunt that it was, I'd be fine, <laughs> but apparently not because they permanently banned me for that. <laughs> Wait, so I um I've never heard her name pronounced out loud. So for the first minute I was like, who are you talking about? And I was like, oh, that. Um, is that how you say her name? I truly do not know. Um, I feel like if I looked at it, I was that's how I would say it. I mean, I think we should all be pronouncing it in different ways at all. I mean, we shouldn't be saying it aloud at all. She's I, I mean, the fact that she's even penetrated this podcast, I'm a little upset about. <laughs> I'm sorry. And if she's a listener. Something's going to have to be done about the podcast. Uh, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to have to probably start rethinking a lot of things about my life. So I think, I mean, well, you're very lucky to have just been banned from that horror. I mean, if we could all just be banned from social media in general, we would probably learn to skate. We would do something, you know. So I guess you have the old TL to thank for your new skating skill. I mean, kind of, unfortunately, but yeah. When you uh, medal at the X Games, she'll have to be your, the first person you think. When I go against like the, the preteens who are skating, um, <laughs> it's all like 13-year-old girls that are winning gold medals. It's amazing. But, that yeah. is so fantastic. But I, I mean, I would also like to see some, you know, 55 to 60-year-olds winning these. I think that would be 
cooler to have like an elder section of the Olympics. Oh, it'd be we great. Have, like, old athletes competing for like who's still top dog. Oh, of course. Yeah, we need to. I mean, oh, look, we're not going to get into how the Olympics are also There's a problem. So but <laughs> if we can think about new, uh, <laughs> everything's a problem at this point. It's just maybe we should all just take a nap for like 70 years and the earth will fix everything for us i think hibernation mode would be great for humans oh i would love if we all had hibernation i think that really would like just a solid like five months of being everyone's asleep we would wake up and i think a lot of problems would be solved i mean yeah i think we wouldn't even know the word self-care because that would be everything we needed it was five months (laughs) of hibernation oh my god are you kidding so many people no incels would exist because people would be so much more happy they would just be like we're we're rested (laughs) (laughs) hibernation uh, yeah i don't know why our species never really picked up on that what what are the animals that hibernate we of course bears bears do badgers hibernate i feel like they dig into the dirt and sleep there that i mean this is just now i'm just absolutely <laughs> guessing i truly have no idea uh, what other animals hibernate other than bears i couldn't even i wouldn't even be able maybe a groundhog oh yeah i don't know they yeah they're like anything in a wintry climate i'm thinking you know squirrels we all know they gather the nuts for the winter or gather their acorns or what have you but are they hibernating or are they just like in their little tree munching down they're just like not like taking it all over their cheeks or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, birds do not hibernate. Now I'm just going to start saying things oh, like I objectively south. know. Uh, yeah, they head south. Uh, nothing in the ocean hibernates. No. Um, nothing in the, you know, in warm climates. I guess maybe like if we want to talk about like maybe some trees they're not really hibernating but they like right they have like their they they go dead for a while oh right they they kind of they they do more of a dramatic thing you know it's more of like a a, an attention grabbing i'm dead this kind of thing if i could die every year for attention can you imagine oh Oh the best i mean i'm gonna fake my death at some point i'm the attention very um huckleberry fan oh yeah he was a real a real attention freak um look speaking of attention speaking of self-care i have a little little thing uh, i need to get into so the other day let's see i guess it was last thursday or this uh, at some point in the my recent past i was sitting in therapy and my therapist uh, I guess I can say his first name, Greg, uh, <laughs> noticed that I had kind of spaced out. And he said, what are you thinking about? What are you what do you want to say? And I just had to, in the moment, say, I'm not thinking about therapy at all. I just remembered that Christine Madrano said she was going to be. Well, I didn't say your name in therapy, but I said <laughs> someone's going to be stopping by my house. And I'm trying to remember if it's today or if it's some point in the future. And then it occurred to me, yes, it is later. I have to go home right after therapy. So uh, you had you had uh, indicated that you would be stopping by my house at some point that afternoon. And so I, I get home now having, you know, spent a portion of my therapy thinking about you and your <laughs> schedule. And I uh, I'm sitting at my house and I get a text. I'm outside. So I walk outside and 
here's Christine wearing some very cool pants, by the way. I forgot to tell you in the moment um, <laughs> you were wearing cool pants, but it was because I was distracted. You were holding something. Mm-hmm. You were holding kind of a shimmering envelope. I mean, honestly, let's just put it out here on the record. Maybe the most gorgeous envelope I've ever seen. It's a beautiful envelope. I wish I could take credit for it. <laughs> you should. My friend handed it to me. It's stunning. Uh, that said, so this, okay, of course, the listener who has tuned into this podcast knows it's called I Said No Gifts. You're familiar with the name of the podcast. It's called I Said No Gifts. You agreed to be on the podcast, I Said No Gifts, a few weeks ago, and I was really excited. I thought Christine's wonderful. She's been a lifelong skateboarder. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, obviously, a lot of truth is coming out on this particular episode. So, you show up, you hand me this thing, and I think, oh, no. Yeah. Is this a gift for me? It is a gift for you. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> That's a nice confidence. I mean, I, I'm glad you were at least owning it in the moment. Um, mm. Well, do you want me to open it here on the show? I would love for you to open it here on the show. I think that it's something that you will relate to. I think it's something that you will enjoy. Um, I think you should open it up. And I think we, we, yeah, I'm excited for you to see it. It's something that is very specific to just you. No one else. I hope it's a nude photo of me or something. It's custom made for you. (laughs) Like, I'm not even joking. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Wow, this is, I mean, this is shocking. I mean, if it had just been this envelope, I don't even know how to describe to the listener. I I brought it out of uh, the closet earlier and my boyfriend Jim said, what is that? He thought it was a like a piece of a car or something. It's so <laughs> shimmering and it's like kind of like a tasteful purple, copperish purple. Yeah. Is it a rose gold? I don't know. Rose gold, yeah. Rose gold. Okay, so I'm going to say copperish purple, difference of opinion. Um. That's a new. That could be a new iPhone color. If anyone from Apple's listening, copperish purple. That feels marketable to me. Absolutely. Okay, I'm gonna dive in here, and I love the feel of these envelopes. I don't know if this is a new, new type of envelope that we've just recently come upon, or if I'm just uh, haven't been to a Staples in a while. I'm excited for how excited you are just about the envelope. I know you could have just given me this, and I would have been like, "Wow, I've got an amazing envelope, and nothing else matters." So let's dive in here. I would say it feels like I'm not going to bend it because who knows what's in here. Uh, but it's like, it feels substantial, whatever's happening in here. Mm-hmm. Reaching yeah. in, reaching in. Okay, what? <laughs> this is incredible. This is <laughs> It's like, it's like... <laughs> I was like, I, yeah, I didn't get, and so I was like, this is what I'm getting. I'm going to go big. I'm going to custom, custom make 
a gift. <laughs> this is the most custom thing I've maybe ever received. It's a uh, so it's a round mirror. I'm I'm now kind of looking at myself in the mirror. Um, <laughs> it, it says the face of someone who hates gifts. Fuck <laughs> gifts. It has the little you know go, the classic uh, no sign. You know no smoking, no ghosts, that kind of thing, and then a little gift. And I can kind of <laughs> just look at it and admire. Uh, myself as someone who hates gifts <laughs> and the font choices here are as all over the map as you possibly <laughs> could ever imagine there's like we start with kind of a uh 70s sexy font into the uh the someone is just in that uh i would say early thousand scrap mm-hmm. scrapbooking font um and then you know we've got I would say probably a total of seven different fonts. To <laughs> this is incredible. So, I mean, how did you think of this? Okay, so my friend Corey Johnson, who is an amazing like crafter, I don't even know what you call making things like this. She makes tiny ears, earrings. She makes like mirrors like this. And I, I reached out to her. I'm like, make me a mirror, bitch. And she made it. She has, she, she has this amazing store. It's called the Attention Store, if you want to check it out on Instagram. But, and it was just one of those things where I told her, I told her kind of like parameters a little bit about you. And I was just like, this is what I want. And then she just gave this to me. And I was like, this is amazing. This is the perfect gift to give to someone like you. <laughs> just said with such malice and such anger. <laughs> <laughs> this is a beautiful gift. So she has something called the attention store. Mm-hmm. The attention store. And she makes like, what What would you classify? This is not a craft, right? I don't, I've never even seen, I mean, I've never seen a custom mirror before. So I don't even know <laughs> how to categorize this. My whole home should be custom mirrors. I want to become a real, just someone who's staring at myself in the mirror all the time. <laughs> I feel like a gift that someone can look at themselves in is like, who doesn't want that? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You, you don't want that. Um, But now that you're looking at it, like every time you look at that gift, you're going to be like, "This was a good gift." Because I can see myself in it. It gives me the ability to look at myself. Yeah, I can look at myself and say, "What have you done with your life?" (laughs) Just all. I mean, the amount of things that come to mind when looking in the mirror—it's always an exciting thing. I um, and this one really kind of only speaks to me. No one else can look in my magic mirror. No. Uh, this is very much a, um, is it the evil, what happens in Snow White? Who is that woman, the queen? Is she the stepmom? Is she the mom? She it's just... always the stepmom. It's never the actual mom. They're all like, they all like are motherless women. Um, right. I think it's her evil stepmom or like. A... But she's also the queen? She's the queen. I'm true. We're going to get roasted by like Disney queers um, <laughs> who we're going to be correcting. Um, yeah, the Snow White one is really, and now that we're talking about it, I don't remember any of the family dynamic of Snow White. There's just, what is happening? Because I don't, I can't even picture the father. No. There's just the evil queen uh, who looks incredible. Yeah. Um, but her situation. Snow White, or maybe the evil queen isn't the stepmom. Maybe she just hates other beautiful women. She hates hot women, which is, you know, like, sweetie, not not in 2021. No, uh, thank you. 
<laughs> yeah, I think that now that we're thinking about it, I don't know that the evil queen is even related or at least isn't aware of any relation. I think the mirror just kind of rats out Snow White. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're getting uh, our producer Annalise is reaching out and we're getting some information. A princess by birth, Snow White's mother died shortly after her birth. Okay. After some time, her father, the king, remarried a vain and cold-hearted queen. Not long after their marriage, Snow White's beloved father suspiciously died, leaving the young princess as an orphan. And now Annalise is also saying, but also I don't think this is ever mentioned, so I have no idea where this is from. So it feels like maybe Snow White is kind of a just... Uh, you get to kind of think whatever you will. Yeah. The amount of trauma these girls go through. Um, <laughs> right. Also, I guess also she's a, she's a looking mirror, but then Belle from Beauty and the Beast also has a special mirror. She does? What's her mirror's situation? Show me the beast. And the <laughs> what the beast is up to. Or like you could say, like, show me whoever. So it, I guess nowadays I would just be like looking at someone's social media. But right. for Belle, she can summon whoever she wants to look at in her mirror that the beast gives her. I had oh. one of those when I was a little girl, like a toy one, and then I took it in the bath and I broke it. Um, <laughs> was it like battery powered? It was battery powered because then you press the button and it goes like, doo, 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 show me the beast or like different like things from Beauty and the Beast. And then would it show you things? I think it like lit up underneath. Like there was like things that lit up on the mirror. Ooh, that yeah. sounds nice. It's not as nice as that mirror. Yeah, I mean, nothing can be quite as nice as this mirror. Yeah. I mean, I would love a mirror that kind of just allowed me to invade people's privacy and uh, just see whatever I wanted. But I'm not Belle. She's nosy. Mirrors, uh, yeah, kind of these fairy tales kind of predicted everything. I mean, let's hand it to them. I mean, they've handed it to us, if anything. They've handed us the idea and concept of social media and gazing upon someone who's not there. (laughs) Are you a big mirror person? Do you like, uh, before you head out for the day, look at yourself in the mirror? Oh, yeah. I got got a mirror specifically to, you know, be able to give that last look um, before you head out the door, make sure you're you're looking all right. I, I mean, who doesn't love a mirror? It's nice to, it's just reassuring. Yeah, we have some nice mirrors around my house. We have like some tinted mirrors. We have a giant mirror. Like I have a mirror that's literally like the size of a door that I got for like $20 at a flea market. It was amazing. And then just like some other two-tone mirrors. So I do love a good mirror. I I like a good, uh, you know, like a full body mirror. I don't currently have one uh, since we moved last year. And so there's always just kind of a, a paranoia that I haven't dressed myself correctly. Do you use your phone? Do you ever do that? Are you that person no. who takes pictures of your outfit to because if you don't have a mirror? Oh no, because I feel like the uh phone camera alters things in such a dramatic way that it would send my paranoia and discomfort even further and be like, what is my body? What is my outfit? Who am I? Would you ever hop in a Zoom, like an empty Zoom room, to take a look at your outfit? <laughs> I've definitely straightened my hair using like a photo booth on a, on an Apple computer if I didn't have a mirror. That's I guess that's not a bad idea. I mean, if I ever hop into an empty Zoom room to check out an outfit, I think that'll be like the last Zoom on planet Earth. That will be the end of time. 
that seems like a real just <laughs> things have gone wrong in such a horrible way end of days <laughs> zoom room you're in there in alone i don't like why would you have a mirror i guess yeah it'd be right. a sad. after every uh mirror on earth has shattered <laughs> everyone is dead i'm going to meet the last person on earth and i just want to do a quick outfit check <laughs> i get in an empty zoom to go meet some person who I guess at that point it's got to be someone we've uh, kind of had the uncomfortable conversation about repopulating, and it's just like we're gonna do this. Yeah, I better look snappy. You better look zoom you ready. Yeah, <laughs> snappy. <laughs> Throw on the top hat. Um, <laughs> the top hat, which is uh, slightly too small for my giant head. So uh, there's just uh, that's gonna be. I don't know the the final zoom. That's a scary place. That's my next movie. The like that's the zoom. pilot. That's the pilot. The <laughs> right. final zoom room. <laughs> opening scene: You're checking yourself out in a zoom room. Um, walk out to the world being over. <laughs> um, are you zooming much these days? I mean, I'm I mean, clearly I'm zooming here. Um, yeah, I'm zooming still, even though I don't want to. Um, I was definitely at the beginning of quarantine. I was definitely one of those people who was like, just like every day I would just zoom everyone. Oh, wow. Really? Like the first few days of quarantine, I was like, I didn't leave my room for nine days except to use the bathroom because my, even my roommates were like, aren't you going to come outside? I'm like, the living room is for the weekend. Um, I wanted to <laughs> save it <laughs> and like for a special occasion. Uh, Cause I was like, we're going to be in here for a while. And I was just on zooms. I would just be calling people on zoom and on FaceTime. That's all <laughs> I did for the first few days of quarantine. And then I did a bunch of like zoom shows, um, <laughs> which made me lose my soul. No, oh, um, of course. <laughs> Yeah. But now, of course, we're in the whatever is happening in the world now. And I'm like, oh, Zoom is never going away. Yeah. The, del- the Delta and COVID will keep Zoom in business for oh. uh, at least a few more months. Oh, Lord. Yeah. I am ready and available to vaccinate people. Um, if you need <laughs> to be vaccinated, I let's set it up. I can fi- like I can talk to whoever this person is that Christine got x-rayed by. I'm sure <laughs> he's got some vaccine that I can share. Let's just do it. Can we please? I'm uh, my bones are aching at this point. Let's create a like a van, a vax van. We could just drive yeah. around to different <laughs> neighborhoods and, and put needles in people. <laughs> Dart guns. Get in this van, we'll vax you. <laughs> right. I I will I am ready to buy a dart gun, fill it with needles, and just attack. Right. Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, I got bad aim though, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah, what actually I have no idea if I'm a good aim or not. Well, now I've got this mirror. I wonder, maybe I'll put it up by this top hat, or maybe I'll use it to look at myself with the top top hat on. I don't know. You can smash it. Um... <laughs> oh, my God. Whoa, I will not smash the gift. Oh. I've gotten in trouble with listeners before because I faked burning a few gifts. They were so, people were mad at me. What were the gifts that you fake burned? Well, uh, for the year anniversary of this podcast, I made a video of me kind of, throwing what appeared to be all of the gifts I had ever received into a barrel and setting them on fire. And uh, 
I guess it was effective enough that there were people reaching out and saying, you know, fuck you, you should have donated those gifts. This is so wasteful. You, you know, you could have uh, sold those. You could have, I'm like, do you just believe that everything on TV is real? I, <laughs> I mean, they must. They must. Maybe they're maybe they're all children who don't know what. <laughs> right. It was a joke. Uh, the camera stopped and we changed to a different angle. There were no gifts in the barrel burning. <sighs> I don't destroy. I'm not a wasteful person. What if you burn? But if you burn a candle, that'd be fine. Oh, yeah, that would be OK. That's its own. You know, that's its own thing. We want to burn a candle. I'm not going to shatter this mirror, and that would be bad luck. Do you believe in... Are you superstitious? I am pretty superstitious. Really? About what in particular? Um, well, I... About a lot of things, I think. Like, I wouldn't... Like, I step on cracks now, but I wouldn't want to shatter a mirror just in case. I mean, I am very... I do follow astrology, like, so much. It's so annoying. I once moved to New York off of an astrology reading. I feel like a few people have done things like that, right? Really? <laughs> oh, I have a friend who goes on vacation. Uh, she, she'll occasionally, on her birthday, her therapist, like... Or not her therapist. <laughs> I would love if her therapist was telling her. Uh, no, her, like, psychic or somebody will, like, tell her where to be in the world on her birthday. Oh, my God. She went on this incredible vacation to, like, uh, Iceland or something uh, because her psychic said, this is where you need to be on your birthday. What if she gets sent to the middle of nowhere? What if her therapist is, or not her therapist, her <laughs> gift, her psychic is like, go to Kansas. We got to get you to Kansas. And she's just taking <laughs> vacationing in the middle of America, flyover country for the rest of her life. She's lucky. It's like Bora Bora in Iceland and like Australia. <laughs> She eventually finds out her psychic is just part of the Nebraska Tourism Board. Yeah. Uh, you've got to go back to Omaha. You've just... <laughs> she a travel agent, too? Is that what she does with all her clients? That'd be smart. <laughs> that feels like a thing, right? I mean, I think you have just thought of a very good idea. A travel agency run entirely by the psychic community. Yeah, I, w I would think I would I would do one with astrology. So it would be like all the fire signs need to go to like Fire Island for the birthdays or whatever. That's a little first thought, Christine. Fire signs to fire. I ate a C. I ate a beat it. I'm sorry. <laughs> fire signs to Iceland. There we go. There we go. That's writing there. Um... <laughs> You're deeply into astrology. You um, you did move to New York or you almost moved to New York? I did move New York, to New York. I was only there for like three months before I hated it. And I was like, I got to go back to L.A. It's <laughs> um, so much harder here. Um, people, and I'm Canadian, so I was just like, the, the mean people, I took it all personally. I was like, I'm not meant for this. I need people who are polite, even if it's fake. Um, I would just be like, did I piss off this barista? What's going on? <laughs> I'm fully on board with being, you know, for the most part, I'm fine with everyone just being fake nice. I don't like the uh -huh. like the like, oh, everyone's real thing. I'm like, I don't need most people being real with me. I need the majority of people I'm interacting with to just be a false sense of polite. I mean, and I'm coming. I guess that's probably also because I'm from Utah, which is kind of the <laughs> Canada of the United States. Yeah. Um, look, people that I'm close to be real with me. I'm happy for you to be real. But uh, my server at a restaurant, I don't need you to also be mean to me. Yeah, I wish everyone just treated you like um, a Trader Joe's employee where they're just kind of like, are they flirting with me or are they just friendly? Right. Um, I like that. I think that would make everyone's life so much better. Right. Just like a nice. Most things should just be easy. Yeah. I'm fine with that. 
Okay, so you're superstitious and you're highly sensitive to people being mean to you. Yeah, I mean, I'm superstitious also because my parents gambled a lot. So I feel like that is all kind of like luck stuff, right? Right. Yeah. Were your parents good gamblers? No, absolutely not. Um, oh, no. no, I guess no one's a good gambler. I'm not sure like professional poker players. Like my parents, my, they lost a lot of money. Um, oh. But yeah, it's fine. Right, right. Yeah, professional poker players, I guess, kind of know how to make money. Yeah, I mean, I, I've i watched a lot of, like, the world's, like, poker tournaments and stuff, and they those are good gamblers. But poker is the one game where you can apply more than just, like, luck, you know what right. I mean? Right, there's some level of skill required on and lying and uh, that kind of thing, I guess. Do you gamble at all? I do sometimes. I, tr- I don't as much as I would like to, because, like, right now, like, me and my friend were supposed to go to the casino, but it's kind of like Delta. I'm like, is it was it worth right. getting Delta over um, some poker? And I wasn't. I've played in a few poker games out here in LA with other comics and stuff. But I do gamble, but not crazily. I don't gamble like every week. I like gamble right. a few times a year only. Have you ever won big? The biggest thing I did win was like a few hundred dollars. I was playing three card poker and I won and I hit like they hit like one of the weird things that they had um, where it's like you get like 10 times the amount of stuff or the money. And so I won. That's the biggest I won was like a few hundred dollars, but nothing like huge. I want a bike. At, well, that was at, that was playing an arcade, though. What? Arcade games. As a child, I spent because my parents went to Vegas all the time. I would go right. hit the arcades and I won a bike playing darts. That's great. That's a big prize. That is a big prize. I remember I got on the first star and I paid for 10 and I was like, can I have my $9 back? Um, and they were like, no. <laughs> Wait, so were you uh, here from Canada when you won the bike? Um, no, I was in flying. My parents used to fly. I was in Canada. Yeah. So I was in Can- living in Canada. My flat parents would fly to Vegas like every other month. And so how did you get the bike back to Canada? I took it on the plane. Wow. <laughs> I checked the bike. That's incredible. I would love to win a bike. If anyone out there has got a contest where I can win a bike, uh, put me in the raffle. I'm ready to win my bike. No, get that bike. (laughs) (laughs) To win a bicycle. What a dream. It was a dream. Yeah. Um, Well, look, I think it's time to play a game. Speaking of all of this, I think this is a nice, natural transition. And we like to keep things smooth. We love a good segue. And this feels perfect. I mean... How often do you get one that nice? I think we're going to play a game called Gift Master. I haven't played it on the show in a minute, and it's nice to keep things fresh. Um, So, look, I need a number between one and ten from you. Seven. Okay, I have to do some light calculating. Uh, While I'm doing this, you can promote something, you can recommend something, you can do whatever you want. I don't care. I'll be right back. Yeah. Um, I guess I would say follow me on Instagram because I have no longer no longer have a Twitter. And so Instagram is my only form of social media. And I wish more people would follow me. Um, also, maybe check out Cordo's Bakery. Delicious. Everybody go follow Christine on Instagram. And uh, did you say Porto's Bakery? Yeah. Never been there. I've always wanted to go. You've never been there? You have to go. It's so cheap. It's so good. Everything's so fresh. It's amazing. It's in Burbank? Burbank and Glendale. They have one in Glendale, and they have a few other locations now. What are you getting there? 
what I'm getting there is I just had, they have like great sandwiches too, which, but the bakeries, everything's amazing. Like their, their translate cake is amazing. They have a feta cheese sandwich that sounds weird, but it's like really good. Feta cheese sandwich? Feta, tomato, basil, a little like seasoning. Oh. And it's so good. It's so fresh. How have I not had this? Yeah. Their potato balls is one of the things that they're like known for. Are they? Is it a Cuban bakery? No, it's a Cuban bakery. Oh, I've got a. I. What's wrong with me? You gotta go. Look, this is not what we're talking about right now. <laughs> but I, I hear a bakery, and I need to just hear a few details. So I'm glad we got through that. This game is called Gift Master. Listener, I should mention that you can buy Gift Master, the game, an actual at-home card game. You can buy it. You just go to exactlyrightmedia.com. And you click on shop, and then you go on an online shopping spree. You get the game, you get the I Said No Gifts t-shirt, whatever you want. It's really up to you. The freedom of the internet, the thrill of shopping, do whatever you need to do. And it's a very fun at-home game, but you don't get to play right now because I'm going to play with Christine. This is going to happen on the podcast while we all listen. Now, Christine, this is how Gift Master works. I'm going to name three gifts, three potential gifts you could give to people, experiences, whatever. Then I'm going to name three celebrities. You're going to tell me which gift you're going to give which person and why. Okay. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. You know, you know, I start talking and my brain shuts down. I don't know if I'm <laughs> explaining things correctly. Uh, okay, let's get into this then. The three gifts you'll be giving today. <clears throat> Let me clear my throat. Number one, this is an interesting gift. This is a controlling share in Wet Seal. Are you familiar with Wet Seal, the mall store? Yeah, it's like kind of like surf stuff for middle middle schoolers, <laughs> right? Or like, like clothing. It's a clothing. Yeah, book. it's like clothing. I I, I feel like uh, I I've, I don't know that I've ever even been in a wet seal. You know, it's a women's clothing store. Feels like kind of uh, uh, I don't know. I I I can't really speak to what wet seal has to offer, but I've <laughs> typed that into my Google Doc, and that's the gift you'll be giving. I think it's more like club wear. I feel like it's like, you know, clubby type clothes, but you'll now be uh, have a controlling share in the business or the person you'll be giving this to will have a controlling share in wet seal. Okay, we've explained. Number two, you'll be giving a a lap pool. So that's not a full size swimming pool. That's a I would love a lap pool. That sounds like a great gift. I know. Swimming as exercise is wonderful. And a lap pool really feels like an ultimate luxury to me. Now. Finally, the third gift you will be giving is a shovel. You're going to be giving a shovel. So that's just, you know, your Mm. standard garden tool. You can dig out a lap pool with a shovel, though. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Interesting. So you're already thinking. Now, you're going to be giving giving them to these people. Let me find it here. Okay, number one, you'll be giving it to, oh, an incredible writer and author, Joan Didion. Hmm. Number two, the Riddler. So the Riddler is kind of, uh, you know, a Batman villain, uh, loves a riddle, and uh, was, you know, kind of portrayed by Jim Carrey, I think, last. Mm-hmm. And finally, Trent Reznor of Nine Inch Nails and more recently of soundtracking movies. Yeah, he does a great job at soundtracking movies. He's really had a second chapter soundtracking movies yeah he seems like a good guy he's kind of in the tony hawk camp to me 
I think so too. Okay, so I think without a doubt, the shovel's going to the Riddler. He can figure out what to do with it. Um, he's been riddling people. I'm going to riddle him with a fucking shovel as a gift. I don't know what to do with it. He can figure it out. Um, but he's also a villain, so I feel like he'll, he'll probably have more, more use for it. Joan Didion, <laughs> obviously I'm going to give her a controlling amount of wet seal. I feel like young women are drawn to Joan Didion, so I feel like she would know what to do with this dying brand. I'm assuming it's a dying brand. I've, you know, I, I, don't, I can't even think of the last time I saw a wet seal. I know of them. Like I know I've seen them, but I don't know when the last time I saw a wet seal was. Um, to see, uh, that's an excellent, I mean, Joan Didion, to have Joan Didion books lining the shelves or like at the cash register at a wet seal, yeah. incredible. Oh my God, are Joan Didion themed shirts? I would go back to Wet Seal. You know what I mean? Um, I think that would be cool. Um, just like copies of like, what is it? The uh, Year of Magical Thinking. Just right. slouching toward Bethlehem. And her grief. Um, that'd be, I think that'd be a good emotional exploration of those young women. <laughs> she would bring people back. Um, and then <laughs> the lap pool, Trent Reznor. Um, you know, I think... He could put in the soundtracks um, in his oh. ears and then just do laps. He could come up with like more music for I mean, I know that he's what has he scored? I'm trying to think. Uh, look, uh, the Facebook movie is the one that comes to mind. Yes. Uh, social network is what there it was you called. Go, yes. And I know I've, he, he's definitely done a few more. Someone pointed it out to me and I was like, I love the score. And they're like, oh, Trent Reznor. Annalise um, is telling me that he just did Soul, the Pixar movie. He's all over the place. He's Soul's scoring great. every movie. Fantastic. He, and also, what a great gift to someone who's provided some great scores to us. Yeah, Trent Reznor gets the lap pool. I think that's great. Yeah. Now, let me ask you, you're saying, can you listen? Are there waterproof earbuds that you can swim in? I think there are. Because oh. they're like, imagine training as a swimmer to nothing. Oh, just the splash. The you just look at the splash. bottom of a pool and it's completely quiet. Um, those have got to be waterproof earbuds for sure. It sounds like someone's just uh, afraid to be alone with their own thoughts, Christine. <laughs> Is that what I'm hearing? Um, that is, that's I me. Mean, that's definitely me. Um, <laughs> I feel, but also I feel like if you're swimming in a lap pool, Kent Reznor's soundtracks, I feel like would be perfect for that. Oh yeah. Or, you know, you throw on, you know, Nine Inch Nails greatest hits and the Riddler is going to be shoveling away and Joan wow. Didion will be doing whatever you can with <laughs> Wet Seal. <laughs> I hope she revives the brand. I think that's what will happen. I think we should be on the whole, we should be on a horn with her right now, figuring out how we can <laughs> figure out that collab IRL in real life. I feel like Wet Didion. We Wet Didion. Name it Wet Didion. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Wet Joan. Wet, Wet Didion. Joan. <laughs> we have her a, a dunk tank. <laughs> um. <laughs> I would love to dunk Joan Didion. I've never been in a. Oh, I've never been in a dunk tank. That's another. I'm, I feel like this episode. I'm like thinking of new life goals that I could get into, and I would love to be in a dunk tank. That seems like a lot of fun to me. I was asked to be like in a dunk tank for something, and I forget. I think it was like scheduling. I couldn't be in it. You were too busy for the tank. It was like it was also like a, I think it was like a, a dunk tank of like Mountain Dew. It was like something. It was like oh. it was it, it was a mixture of things. But I remember being offered and I was like unavailable at the time. It was some <laughs> weird internet video, I'm sure. <laughs> well, if anyone out there has a dunk tank uh, laying around, I'm ready to be dunked. I'm ready to win a bike. I'm 
I'm available for almost anything at this point. <laughs> um, okay, well, this is the part of the podcast called I Said No Emails. People write into I Said No Gifts at gmail.com. Every one of them needs help with something or they want to share some problem they've got and they unload on me and the guest and then we do our best to help them. Can you help me answer some questions? Oh, I would love to offer advice to strangers. Okay, <laughs> okay let's start with this one. This is... Hello, guest and dearest Bridger. Well, this is interesting. They usually say Bridger first, so I feel like second second priority here, which is not a great feeling. Uh, I am desperate for your help. My wife and son share a birthday. I do love this coincidence, but I'm panicking and unsure of what to do for their first and 30th birthdays. Okay, these are both milestone birthdays and deserving of something special. A joint party, a cocake smashing jewelry my wife enjoys cycling and being active and my son likes to watch us vacuum and play with his blocks i have no idea what to do all i know is i want to do something worthy of this special day thanks so much matt okay this is an interesting scenario first of all he hasn't really he says you know 30th and first birthdays we don't even know who is who uh, yeah. <laughs> apparently they both love jewelry there's some you know some uh, some clarity could help here. First thought is one of them's got to go. Maybe yeah, it's time to just either divorce or uh, put the baby up for adoption. That solves your problem almost, almost immediately. Off the what, island. <laughs> <laughs> put the baby in a basket and push it to sea. Yeah. Um, but in the case that he's wanting to keep both of these people in his life, what do you give... And what's he saying? What do I do for their joint birthday? That's so I guess it's not really. Uh, I don't know if Matt, what do you want? Do you want a gift suggestion or do you want a party suggestion or do you want yeah. both? I can, I'm not a party planning service. I know. And it's it seems like he doesn't not, like he mentioned the blocks and the vacuuming like that. Who's what are we going to do with that information? I mean, I love the idea of picturing a baby watching someone vacuum. Um, Maybe for both of their birthdays, they get a deep, deep cleaning of their house. Oh, where the baby gets to watch someone vacuum and maybe move some blocks around, and then the, the wife gets like a very clean house. Right, right. That's great. I off of that, I'll offer the suggestion of like just really let your house go to hell, like mm -hmm. just garbage everywhere. Then you invite your closest friends and family, all these people over. They yeah. get there and they're like, something's wrong with Matt's family. Let's help them. <laughs> Suddenly, everyone's pitching in. They're vacuuming. They're Vacuum. uh, mopping. They're cleaning the counters. The baby's going crazy. Uh, the wife, who's like, why has Matt allowed our life to fall into such disarray? Suddenly, things don't seem so bad anymore. And it's her 30th birthday. And it seems like maybe things will turn around. Yeah. I think that sounds great. I think that's like the perfect solution. But also... Yeah. The weeks leading up to just letting your house go to hell. What a, what a joy. The baby will love that. <laughs> well, you don't have to clean up after a baby. That's the gift to the wife, not having to clean up after anyone right, right. else come in and do it. I mean, if those two things don't work out, it sounds like maybe get uh, like matching chunky necklaces, chunky jewelry for baby and mom. I got it. A place where you can hold your earrings, like an earring holder that isn't mobile. Oh my god, that's great. 
That's really a smart thing. So it's kind of like a rotating thing with little hooks that you hang all of your jewelry on. And then, you don't, you know, you always know where your jewelry is. The baby is always reminded of the jewelry wearing parent. I don't see anything wrong with that. You mean, aside from choking hazards, like the, the baby can figure that out afterwards, though, right? right? Yeah. I can't, I can't, you know, like be out here protecting babies at all times. I'm just helping my guests think of business opportunities that will eventually lead to some sort of class action lawsuit, either against them or, well, probably against them. Christine, I'm sorry for your future legal troubles. Let's answer another question. I'm 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 very on top of this today, and I'm I'm proud of myself. This one says, "Let's see, hello to Bridger and dishonorable guest." Okay, interesting. They're kind of just digging at you. My apologies. Here I am begging for guidance. My younger sister just graduated college and is moving to Spain for a year. I haven't bought her a graduation present or birthday present yet, but. I want to give her something that will be meaningful when she moves, but of course it can't be too big since she's packing light. I, sounds like her problem. I'm torn between shelling out some money for a nice pair of shoes or a bag that she can keep forever or just giving her cash or a different option. So it sounds like anything. That's what I'm hearing. Um, any ideas? She's a strict vegetarian, loves Survivor, and is allergic to latex. I don't know why... That's okay. Uh, in parentheses, I don't know why this felt necessary to include. Well, okay, we're not going to. Latex is off the menu for presents. Thank you, and I'm sorry I called your guest dishonorable. Okay, so yeah. there's your apology. That's from Katie in North Carolina. Katie's sister cannot have anything with latex, so just you know, throw all those ideas out the window. Okay. There's a a bag on the table, there's money, there's shoes, and then there's also, as mentioned, a different option, which means anything. I have an option. Okay, let's hear it. I like to give, and it's just like you give someone like a coffee mug with your face on it so that they don't forget Mm. you, and that way your sister's moving away. She's afraid. It's a gift that every time she sees the mug, she'll think of her sister. Just that's a right? that's a nice little. You love a custom gift. <laughs> I love I love custom gifts. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Christine has an excellent custom gift option. Put your face on it, and uh, send her off to Spain. Is that where you said you were? She was going. She's going to Spain for a year. I will also say, Christine earlier in the podcast said that she was able to get a bike on a plane with relative ease. Um, in a box. Right, in a box. I feel like that's not a bad idea. This person's going to Spain for a full year. Spain feels like a place you would love to be on a bike. Maybe it's time to rethink your stupid ideas for shoes or a bag. Mm -mm. We don't want that. We want a bike. We want a mug. Yeah. Katie, I'm sorry that I said your ideas were stupid. Uh, That was, you know, there was just, I was lashing out against something and I, maybe it was, you calling uh, Christine dishonorable, and uh, that was just kind of boiling over for me. And I apologize, but you do have your answers. Bike and mug. Maybe you could get your face on the bike as well. I don't know if that's a possibility. And you have a little, a little spot where you can put the mu- mug on the bike. Oh, very nice. Everyone loves like a piping hot, hot cup of coffee while riding a bike. Uh, best wishes to you, Katie, and happy birthday. And- Congratulations to sister, latex free. Yeah, we've answered these questions, Christine. In the, I mean, 
it almost felt like we had rehearsed. I mean, it felt like we had done months of planning and have just now kind of stepped on stage and accomplished in this in the best way possible. We're naturals. We're naturals. Yeah, that's we're naturals at giving advice about gifts, I think. I'm looking at myself in this mirror you handed <laughs> me and I'm saying good for you. Good for both of us. Christine, thank you so much for being here. I had a wonderful time and now I have this gift that's just going to be, I can see if there's anything in my teeth and then remember who I am. Mm -hmm. Someone who hates gifts. Someone who hates gifts, but loves a glance in the mirror. Mm -hmm. <laughs> something we can strive for. <laughs> we can all strive for it. Well, thank you for being here. And uh, listener, thank you for being here. Thank you for, you know, listening to the full podcast. If you had cut out halfway, who knows, you would have lived with the mystery of what the last half of the podcast was. And then that would have haunted you to the grave and no one wants to be haunted. So the podcast is now over and you can move on with your day and hopefully you'll be back next week and the week after and we'll grow old together. We'll learn. Well, you'll learn more about me. I'll learn about the same about you. And that's how a podcast works. It's not really a two-way street. I'm sorry. Goodbye. I Said No Gifts is an Exactly Right production. It's produced and engineered by our dear friend, Annalise Nelson, and the theme song is by miracle worker Amy Mann. You must follow the show on Instagram at I Said No Gifts. That's where you're going to see pictures of all these wonderful gifts I'm getting. You have to see the gifts. Listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you found me. And why not leave a review while you're there? It's really the least you could do, considering everything I do for you. And if you're interested in advertising on the show, go to midroll.com slash ads. When I invited you here, I thought I made myself perfectly clear. When you're a guest in my home, 